Hello and welcome to the Good Talks with Mark Little and Marie Murataya. My name is Mark Little. And I, I'm Marie Murataya, oh Murataya, however you choose to say it. Wow. Um, I just thought I, sh- I should have just done the whole intro because you're trying to save your voice. That's true. But uh, alas, that but didn't alas. happen. Didn't happen. Brief shout out to our sponsor today, the good folks at Beanchata. Beanchata. When horchata just won't do. Beanchata. A refreshing bean beverage for every occasion. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Please drink responsibly. Very good. Very grateful to have the support of the beans and also the chata. Absolutely. Um, so today I was reading through rich dad poor dad no i was wow and uh it is very um informative and it lit is. it and, is pretty lit and uh something interesting i found in here today was mm-hmm. drum roll please very good uh he's talking about uh the importance of teaching i, I think what's kind of cool about this book is one element of the whole thing is yeah he's very much about like getting your financial IQ up and understanding how to put your money to work for you and creating wealth and Mm -hmm. becoming rich. Like that's kind of the whole goal. Mm -hmm. Um, But he also emphasizes the importance of giving to people. Yeah. I do like that. And teaching. Mm -hmm. And um, so it kind of, it, not that uh, you ever need permission to, uh, to teach a little bit of stuff. But it kind of made me feel like even though, you know, we're just getting into this kind of stuff, um, the way he phrases it in the book, it's kind of like, you know, whatever you have to offer, go ahead and, and try and teach it. And hopefully that will exactly uh, inspire people to, to then learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because there have been points where I'm like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to come off as though I know a whole bunch of stuff just or, or I don't want to come off as though I think I know a whole bunch of stuff just because I'm, I'm talking about what I've read in, you know, sure. one book. Um, cause I don't, I don't, I understand that there are millions of books. Uh, right. And, uh, I just so far have, it's been clicking in my head, the stuff that this guy in this book has been saying. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, it, I found it, uh, beneficial for myself and hopefully for other people to, uh, talk it out and kind of, solidify those concepts but then i guess what i'm saying is because of how he puts it in the book it just validated that idea that it's like yeah just teach teach what you know even if even if it's Mm -hmm. limited yeah yeah exactly and i think that you know he does talk a lot about and actually the kanye song we were just listening to talks about um not being the smartest person in the room Mm, yeah um and you know uh, or as Kanye puts it, not, uh, I don't know, ha- working with people that are less successful than him, I think is how he puts it. I don't know. Oh. It, What's the line? You know says, it. it. I don't know the line verbatim, but he okay. says basically, don't give me advice if you're not as successful as me or if you're not more successful than me. If you're not me. more successful than me. So, yeah. and and I think the point of that being like you, you want to be putting yourself when you're, um, ambitious and when you have goals that you want to achieve putting yourself in positions where you're constantly learning and you are around people that are going to be able to teach you some things yeah but i think it's 
a beautiful thing when somebody comes in with maybe less experience on paper, mm-hmm. but the people around them that might be more successful or have more experience are still willing to learn from that person that comes in with less knowledge, yeah. supposedly, because there's still something unique that they can bring to the table. Sure. Um, and Well, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, because actually in the book, mm-hmm. he talks about uh, that idea. Like a lot of people get stuck in middle management because they're only comfortable right. um, basically uh, telling people who are not as smart as they are what to do. Right. He's like, but the people who really succeed are the people who figure out how to manage people who are smarter than them. So if you can, you know, and, and it doesn't mean smarter on a whole, but if I can manage someone who's an amazing, you know, electrical engineer and mm-hmm. a guy who's a great accountant. Sure. Um, those guys are going to blow me out of the water at either of those things. But if yes. I can get them on a similar vision or on, you know, the same trajectory, now it's like, boom, we got stuff happening. Exactly. It, and is that kind of where you're yeah, thinking? Yeah. Or? And I mean, I definitely come with when I read this book or other books that talk about similar concepts, my first thing I relate it to is work sure. because that's a big part of my life at this time is, you know, working with special um, education teams and learning from that group. Yeah. And so when you're, you know, a part of an like a. We call them individual education plan teams Um, with you have special education teachers. You have you might have occupational therapists or physical therapists. You have the knee, the speech therapist. We all come with different backgrounds um, and different areas of expertise. But and so like you're saying, there's going to be, you know, a place where the occupational therapist can blow me out of the water with some knowledge and I can learn from them in some ways. Of course. Um, Yeah. and one thing that I've learned, and I'm not, not that I strive to be in charge, but I've learned that when when there are certain things that come down to me needing to be in charge, it's been really, f- not fun, but it's been really empowering, I guess, because I'm still so new at what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's okay to, for it to be fun. It is fun a little bit. I mean, I, and I do, I, because Should I'm, be. I like to organize things. And so when I can kind of organize the parts of a meeting or something, sure. or when I find that moment to really stress what I feel is important and I can get those people that maybe have more years of experience and various areas of expertise mm-hmm. kind of jump on the bandwagon with me or agree with me. And we're working towards something that maybe I've, um, I've, introduced Mm -hmm. it's really for me as a new learner and in an area where i definitely don't feel like i'm the smartest person in the room Mm -hmm. um it's empowering because then it makes me feel like i can keep growing because i have that does that make sense makes you feel like you can keep growing because why because i have i'm able to i'm listened to by those people that have more you know again experience expertise than I do maybe. Yeah. Um, especially with, you know, looking at seniority and more years of experience, which doesn't always mean everything. Right. But they definitely are. I you know, I listen to these women that I work with and talking about things that I'm I have to go Google after. And mm-hmm. and I'm not ashamed to say it because I learned something or I've honestly gotten comfortable with just asking when I don't know. Yeah. Which no, is even that's, better. That's way better. Because it sparks conversation and then, you know, you get real life examples and stories and it doesn't it sticks in your mind. Yeah. 
Um, and so it's, it's just interesting because I came into this field thinking I wanted to do one thing and just be a school speech therapist uh-huh. and I would be okay with that. Which would just what involve just doing therapy and just what I do now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And doing therapy, going to meetings, doing lots of paperwork. And what that's changed now. Oh yeah. How? <laughs> well, now I've been in areas. I've gone to different conferences. I'm getting ready to go on this three-day conference um, this weekend. And just just being a little bit more vocal and willing to share what I know in the last year has made... And, and seeing how people actually are like treating me like a colleague and they're thinking about the things I'm saying. Yeah. It's making me realize that, oh, I don't want to just do this. I'm going to these conferences and seeing these speech therapists who are teaching us and thinking, I, I could do that. You sure. know, it's making me more um, just want to challenge myself more and want not want to just stop where I am, which I laugh when I think I'd be OK. Like when I think back to that that uh, first year speech therapist who was like, yeah, I'll just I'll just stay in the schools. Yeah, because that was I'm not not like that anyways. Yeah. But I mean, it's it was tough to get used to. And it's still I'm only in my second year. It's still, you know, still getting used to things and finding my groove with things. But I'm just not the type to be like, nope, I'm going to stay here for 30 years. Yeah. Not to just get complacent and just. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I get that. I mean, that's good. That's that's exciting. And that's funny because I actually when I was reading that thing uh, that some part of that section I was actually, I thought of you because Mm. the other day you were talking about like everyone was kind of just going a little crazy Mm -hmm. and there was some, some issue and people were just falling apart. Um, and even though you're what, you're probably the youngest, youngest one there. I'm the youngest in my, yeah, yeah, at work. (laughs) You're kind of like, Hey, like chill out. Yeah. Like just, (laughs) just coming in and literally just managing people. Cause that's all that is. Yes. Is just, you're like, okay, guys, it's not going to be that bad. Right. And if it is that bad, like, you know, what's the worst that'll happen? Exactly. Right. And uh, so, exactly. No, that's good. So, that's, this is a, it's a good gig for you. If you, uh, you get to learn not only to uh, strengthen your, your specific expertise, but also to uh, manage people who are maybe uh, a little bit more stuck in their ways, some of them, and, and get right. to learn how to deal with a bunch of different personalities oh, and, my gosh, and everything yes. like that. So that's cool. Yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, I feel like I learned that when I worked in the restaurant, right, as a server. Yeah. do that. But there's a different, at least for me, a different mentality because I'm doing something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Oh, sure. And I just, I'll be honest, I take it more seriously. Oh, no way. No way, right? Well, I don't I don't mean to sound, I don't want to degrade the restaurant industry because I know there are people that are great servers sure. that I worked with who do take it more seriously than I did. And I looked up to them for how much pride they took in their job. Yeah. And I feel that that's where I'm at now with my job. And I want to continue growing in that. And, and it, it is kind of cool because when I first read the chapter in Rich Dad, Poor Dad about how he was saying like, you know, learn about different areas. Sure. Um, I not got down on myself, but I definitely was like, well, shoot, how am I going to do that? Mm. Because I work, you know, a, like a full-time job Monday through Friday. Yeah. And um, I'm exhausted at the end of the day, you know, and I've got to be focused. I've got to be present for my students, present for my team. But 
and my light bulb just kind of went on when you said that, where it's like, oh, but I'm totally in a perfect environment to learn management skills and right. um, to learn lead- just leadership skills. And especially you know? probably now, now even more you will be now that you're paying attention to yeah. it. Now you're like, oh, all right, you know, let's, let's see, how can I help this situation or whatever, you know, if we can make this all go smoother. But, uh, you know, uh, at the same time, I think what he's talking about in that book and I guess the uh, the school system isn't really set up to be beneficial to this by any means, uh, but you can you can still jump from job to job, mm-hmm. and no job is really set up so that there's a, an upside to you leaving, you know. Oh no! But what yeah. he's but what he's talking about is like, you know, if you wanted to go work in a hospital for a little bit, and if sure. you want to work at a high school, and then if you want to mess with the junior high and. But Which, it'd probably be even more different than that. It'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, go work for a nonprofit. I don't, I don't even know what. I, I don't know. It's worth exploring. I definitely, you know, in my field, there are so many opportunities. It's interesting because there are big opportunities when you specialize. Sure. So if I specialize in technology for, spe- you know, communication technology. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, I don't want to, I'm trying to, how, how do I, like, um, uh, devices, speech generating devices. Okay, like a you know what I mean, yeah, like Stephen push, Hawking. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and that was actually the first or the first conference I went to this year was on that kind of a thing. And but it was very interesting. She talked about improv. She was awesome. Hmm. And that and just being in that conference and being like, because she specialized. I mean, working with assist, assistive technology was her life yeah um but then but then i look at her because she also i mean she went she did what i did she went to grad school she also took improv classes apparently nice she you know was a theater major at one point i guess like she's done a lot of different things which makes her a fantastic speaker sure i mean that's why i was so engaged in that and thinking i could do this um but she definitely specialized and has a huge knowledge base in assistive technology and that and all the research she has done and the work she's done just built her, I guess, credibility to be able to do what she does. And now, essentially, she probably, I don't really know for sure, but I would assume she's like almost a freelance, uh, not freelance, but the different groups of speech therapists around the, the United States sure. ask her to come present to their yeah. regions. Yeah. And she gets, I mean... There's so many speech therapists in that room, and I know how much we paid to be there. Yeah. I was like, I, I was doing math. I she, was sitting there crunching numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, Amen. you know, she's traveling and speaking is, gigs. Uh, that's where it's at. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's just, it's just funny because that's after reading this and relating it to my life, my mind just like, it doesn't, I don't want to say goes crazy, but it works. Like, yeah. I'm not sitting there just thinking about, speech stuff and that's what that's even <laughs> what he talks about is like you when you start to switch that on that's your yeah you know he calls it your financial genius oh, and, yeah. and you shut off uh kind of the easy answer because mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to find out if like that that whole idea how can i pay for this sure. uh, if you want to or how can i afford this if you want to buy something and what can i turn into assets for myself so that my assets are right. going to be buying me the the stuff i want to get Mm-hmm. I I like that he's still he's still real about it. He's like, I still want nice stuff. Oh yeah. I'm not trying to tell anyone, um, you know, forego everything you want. But what I'm saying is, get your assets to pay for it. 
kind of don't you dare put it on a credit card like some some fool. Yeah, and it's so interesting because he brings this up too at one point about his dad, who he refers to as poor dad. Yeah. When same aka some, educated dad. Educated dad. I do. I like when he calls him that because he's like trying to be. He's like he's, he's, he's showing him he's respect. Giving like him he's, that credibility. Yeah. yeah, he's giving him that cred. Yeah. Um, he says something about him saying, like you have to work, work for what you you want essentially. Mm-hmm. And work hard and hard work is what gets you what you want. And the other uh, rich dad, um, his best friend's dad was saying, you got to get your money to work for you. And part of the process of that is don't just go out, work and then spend your money on something and then work some more and spend your money on the next thing. Yes. End the cycle. Keep the beat up car. Keep the, um, you know whatever the working but beat up tv and build your assets and invest and then all of a sudden not all of a sudden but as that as time goes you're going to start being able to say oh that's not even an expense right like so it's interesting because i think i was definitely raised work hard for what you want sure and i when i was 11 got a job teaching piano because i wanted a cell phone yeah (laughs) but literally was what, what I told you the other day, pay by the minute or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, so every week I would make my, gosh, $15 a half hour for teaching yeah. piano lessons and be able to pay. Like I was like waiting to teach piano. And then if the student canceled, I was all bummed out because I couldn't pay for my cell phone. Yeah. So imagine if you had read this book when I was 11, oh, my 11 year old self. You know what I mean? And then you well, take that $15, you invest it in Apple, Bitcoin right. comes around, and you're like, <laughs> Bitcoin sounds pretty lit. I'll probably pick some of that oh, up. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine? That, see, it just like makes me think of like, okay, what kind of a parent am I going to be after mm. reading something? You know, after reading the things like all the things we've read that have been this um, this educational. Yeah. Kind of mentally transformative. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I love that. That's, I mean, that's the greatest part about books, right? That all of a sudden you can totally gain a new perspective and it's so detailed it's not just one thought that someone else has right. had and you're trying to imagine, you know, for a minute what it's like to be a single mom or whatever. Right. Instead, you get this guy's walking you through or walks you through some of his childhood, his formative years to be yeah. like, well, guess what? This guy who really did it wanted to or told us to do. And now this is how I live my life. And that's, that's just cool stuff. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. How's your voice doing there, Mark Little? It's doing all right. All right. <clears throat> it's a little crackly. Yeah. A little tired. Uh, but, you know, for being chata, I never, ever hold back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the good folks at Bean Chata are wishing you a happy March. Happy March. Mark is excited because he has um, claimed March as his month because February being his birthday month. That's right. Is a short month, apparently. It is. This and year. So this year it was. This year it was. I don't even know when the last leap year was. I can't remember. Um, uh, it was... Four years ago? It was last time there were 29 days in February. It wouldn't be four years ago then. That was the leap year. Three years. Uh, yes, that was the leap year. Thank you. Thank you, March. You're welcome. Um, yes. So, Mark, uh, he's claiming the month of March, which is funny because I call him March sometimes. That is funny. So, I... You know, I guess your birthday month continues. Happy birthday, Mark. Hey, 
you know uh i can't wait to celebrate it again and again and again and again <laughs> very good yeah well on that note i guess we could wrap it up yeah it's i would say this is a good talk that was a good talk mm, very good talk mm-hmm. well ladies and gentlemen my name is mark little <laughs> and i'm marie murataya thanks for listening